You're listening to True Parenting Audio, episode 64. Hey everybody, I'm Andy Smithson, and this is True Parenting Audio, the podcast where parents will find inspiration and practical parenting tips that not only change kids' behavior, but build powerful cycles of continuous growth in your family through the principles of teaching, relationship, and upgrading yourself. Thanks for joining us in this journey to be a true parent. Hey everybody, welcome back to True Parenting Audio. Today I'm going to be sharing with you 30 things that I've learned about parenting since having children of my own. I now have five children of my own and I know things now about parenting that I never thought I would know and I have blown out of the water some of the myths that I thought I knew before I was married or had children of my own. And, you know, before I was married and had kids of my own, I remember going to gatherings with family or friends and going into public places and saying things like, my kids will never, or those parents would be better off if they did. You know what I'm talking about. We've all done it. The incredible thing is that since I've had five children of my own and become a professional that helps families with parenting issues every single day, I'm more qualified to offer criticism than I ever was, but I'm far less critical. I know what it means to be a parent now. I know the ups and downs of parenting and the concerns parents have every single day. I don't claim to know everything about raising great kids, but I've definitely learned a few things from my mistakes and from other professionals, other parents, and also from my own kids. And the following are just a few things that my wife and I talked about that we can say that we've learned five kids later. Number one is I had no idea how much work it would be. I always thought parenting would be work, but I never really understood the extent of it. I never considered the immensity of laundry and dishes or the fact that all of the fun things that I did as a kid were actually a lot of work for my parents. Number two is I had no idea how much fun it would be. Just like I had no idea how much the level of work that I would have as a parent, I also never really understood how much fun it could be either. I never anticipated how much joy I could find in the simplest things that my kids do. Number three is a little mess is okay. Well, who am I kidding? A lot of mess really is okay. I've learned that kids are messy and five kids are even more messy and that's okay. I've learned that clutter is normal and it provides a perfect foundation for kids to learn to clean up after themselves and for me to learn patience. Number four, you can love the fifth as much as the first. 
love multiplies. With each child that I've had, I've asked myself before they arrive, can I really love this child as much as the ones that I already have? The answer is a resounding yes. They're all so different, and yet there's enough love for each and every one of them. Number five is that the nap Nazi is gone. All parents have some kind of preconceived notion of things that my child will never or my child will always do certain things. And naps are one of those things that I thought I had a lot of control over that I actually don't. Sleep is essential, and I definitely have learned some important things about bedtimes and nap routines, but also that ultimately I can't make them sleep. Again, that's okay. The less we force, the more we can positively influence. Number six is me time. What's that? Even though it's hard to get it, sometimes we need to take it. Take me time, even if it's just five minutes in the bathroom every day. Me time is what college was for sometimes, I think. But I've learned that there's very little time that we can solely call our own. And yet, finding a few minutes here and there is still very important as a parent. Whether it's in the bathroom, a quick walk around the house, or something else, just a few minutes can make a big difference. Number seven is one kid was easy. It didn't feel that way when we had our first child, but in retrospect, one child was a piece of cake. Number eight is control is an illusion. One of the most important things I've learned is that the more I try to force my children to do the right thing or what I want, the less control I actually have. Even when we think we have control of others, our kids included, it's an illusion. We can only influence others. Number nine is, it's okay. I've done it, I can do it, and I'll continue to do it. What I mean by this is, I've dealt with a lot of hard things over the past 10 years raising five children, and I have done things that I didn't know that I could could or would ever do. Anytime I have something difficult arise, I remember that I've done it before and I can do it again. Number 10 is dishes, cleaning up, and laundry are ongoing tasks, so chill out and just get them done. Housework is never ending. When we just accept that, we can just move on. Number 11, add 15 minutes at least onto everything we need to get done. Leaving the house, shopping, doing housework, any of those sorts of things. When we include the children, just add some time onto that. I wrote a post a while back entitled, How to Get Your Kids Ready and Out of the House in 50 Easy Steps. And it chronicled the adventure of getting multiple children out of the house. It's helpful to realize that we need to add at least 15 minutes or more to shared tasks with our children. Number 12, don't sweat the developmental stuff. Kids move at their own pace, and while severe delays in developmental learning and growth are important to check into, most things we worry about are not really a big deal. We fret about potty training, early academic performance, and many other things 
that will happen in their own time. I don't need my children to be the best at everything. Number 13 is moderation in all things. Temperance and moderation are your greatest allies as parents. Extremes in everything from our disciplinary approach to what we feed our kids are almost never a good thing. Number 14, kids in relationships are more important than things. My kids have broken a lot of stuff. The walls of my house are pocked, chipped, scribbled on, and covered in foot and handprints. Some of our books are colored in. Some of the things that have been destroyed are more valuable than others, but none of them are as valuable as my children. Number 15, reading is one of the best activities for raising kids. Reading with your kids serves so many wonderful purposes as a parent. It's a bonding, teaching, and self-developing activity all in one. Number 16, include kids in the decision and rulemaking in your home. Really include them in everything that goes on as much as possible. I think we go into being a parent thinking that our word will be the final word all the time. My way or the highway really has no place in parenting. When we include our children in establishing the rules, decisions, and plans as they grow up, we all learn and grow. Number 17, look before sitting on the toilet. And just wipe the toilet seat and move on. I have four boys. Enough said. Number 18, it helps to wake up before the kids do. Find your smile before the kids wake up. Our day goes a hundred times better when my wife and I get up and start our day before the kids do. Number 19, serving people cheerfully bonds you to them and them to you. There's no one else in the world I feel closer and more bonded to than my wife and children. And I believe it's because there's no one else in the world that I have served without expectation of reciprocation. Number 20, novelty and spontaneity makes things fun. Kids love when we switch things up. Breakfast for dinner, a party for no reason, or a night out alone with dad can go a long way to inject new life into a relationship with our kids. It's all, it also makes the monotonous routines of day-to-day life a, a little more fun for everybody. Number 21, routines make things sane. While spontaneity and novelty are important, it's true that Novelty makes things fun, but novelty is not novel without solid and safe structure and routines in place. Routines help mornings and evenings go so much easier. They give us and the kids security. Number 22, you can learn a lot from the kids, so sometimes just listen. Stephen R. Covey said, Most people do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen with the intent to reply. That's from Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Life with kids changes for the better when we truly understand and listen to them. Number 23, play is usually hard work as a parent, but it's worth it. Sometimes play can be hard work because some of the things that our children play have lost their appeal in our older age. But play is one of the greatest opportunities for us to teach our children and to show them that we're interested in what they're interested in. 
that we're interested in them. 24 is that prayer is essential. For me and my family, faith and prayer are essential parenting skills. Number 25, fashion is really not important. Mismatched socks, colors, and crazy hair is the norm rather than the exception. I've learned that their independence is of greater value than having perfectly fashionable outfits every day. Number 26, kids are injury magnets. Have a good first aid kit on hand. If you have active kids like I do, you understand this one completely. Kids are always getting hurt with the craziest things. The risk of independent active play is no reason to keep them from it. Number 27 is expectations affect mood heavily. I've learned to balance raising performance with lowering expectation. How I think it should be is often not how it is. And unmet expectations can be one of our biggest triggers for disappointment, anxiety, and anger as a parent. Number 28, kids' bodies are small. The noise they make is not. My kids are loud. I think a few of you reading this can probably relate. It's just part of being a kid. I've found that the best way to manage the noise is to either redirect them to a place where loud is more appropriate or to lower my own voice. Number 29, when they're hurting, you'll feel it too. Whether physically or emotionally, when my kids hurt, I do too. When my daughter got eight stitches in her head, I felt like I was the one on the doctor's table. When my oldest son lost his plug or his pacifier, we call it a plug, I felt his grief. And finally, number 30, learn all you can, take what's helpful, and leave what's not. I've learned that everyone has an opinion about parenting. There are a million parenting programs, books, and other resources out there, and I've learned that almost all of them have something to offer that can be of help and help me be a better person and a better parent. Not all of them deliver their opinion in a kind and tactful way. And not all parents' advice fits my family. But I can take what's helpful and leave what's not. Being a parent is the best education I've ever received. Each one of my five children has brought a new personality and dimension to my life and family. Each of them has enhanced my marriage and improved my life. There are things I thought I knew about life and parenting before having kids that have not only been disproven time and again, but they've simply become irrelevant. Parenting has a way of stretching and challenging you in the simplest ways. It makes you stop and see things through a new lens. What have you learned since becoming a parent? Come on over to Facebook at facebook.com slash trueparenting or to the article five kids later and leave us a comment about some of the things that you've learned since having children. Maybe some of the comparisons of what you thought you knew about parenting and kids and everything before you became a parent. And now maybe some of the realizations that you've made since having your children. Just prior to recording this podcast today, I had the privilege of working with a couple parents 
doing some parent coaching over Skype. And it's been a wonderful experience to see those parents grow and learn some new skills and to start to change those negative habits into positive patterns and cycles in their family. And if you haven't had a chance to come over to True Parenting and check out our services and coaching pages, come on over and check that out. You can go to the homepage and just click on services and you'll find there that uh, I provide counseling and coaching services as well as classes and seminars. If you have any questions about those services, go ahead and email me at andysmithson at trueparenting.net or you can go on there and check out uh, the rates on some of the packages that I have there. It's my greatest joy and privilege to work with each of you and to help you to increase your skills and to, and to help you become a true parent. So come on over to the website, check that out, and also check out the, the article associated with this podcast at trueparenting.net and go to the article Five Kids Later. And you can find some extra links and some things that may be helpful in your process of of learning these new things as a parent. So thank you so much for listening, and have a wonderful day.